to hear is based on eyewitness testimony and evidence collected before, during, and after an actual paranormal investigation. The individual's names and locations have been changed to protect the identities of all persons involved. We've all experienced a dream that seems too real, a room that seems too dark, a presence when we know we're alone. We exist in a world of many realities where the impossible is probable and the unknown can be known. This is the realm of the weird. Years before I became what I considered an actual paranormal researcher, I was just your average rebellious teen with a growing interest in knowing the unknown. Many of my friends held the same fascinations, but where I wanted to investigate and help solve certain mysterious occurrences, I'm pretty sure they, like many people even today, were just in it for the chance to be freaked out. The year was 1988, and Michigan's winter was in full effect. My friends and I were on winter break, and although we were busy with our respective projects, painting, bands, writing, most of our vacation was spent trapped indoors by the snow. At night, we hung out at 24-hour restaurants and tried to come up with adventures that we could have for little to no money. One Saturday evening, around 8 p.m., the topic of conversation turned toward the paranormal. At that time, I had already started interning with a conspiracy researcher, and had for a few years been shaping my ideas of how to perform paranormal investigations. My first few investigations had been simplistic and haphazard at best. I was determined to change that, but at the time, and with the group of friends I had, curiosity and excitement outweighed protocol and scientific research methodologies. There were four of us that cold December night, joking, smoking, and getting wired on diner coffee when the suggestion was made to visit somewhere haunted, or at least somewhere thought to be haunted. After an hour of discussion, our chosen location was to be an old cemetery about an hour away. The area surrounding the cemetery, as well as the graveyard itself, was steeped in local legends and lore, trees that grabbed you, figures and shapes that appeared and vanished, strange voices carried on the wind. The spot was somewhat remote, and the cemetery was no longer maintained, so this added to the attraction that we wouldn't be trespassing. We finished our coffees and set out on our impromptu journey. Due to the snow which had fallen earlier in the week, the trip was longer than we thought. We also hadn't taken into consideration that we would be traveling some of the way on unplowed dirt roads. As we neared the cemetery, we could see by the lack of tire tracks that no one else had been in the area for at least a couple days. When we pulled up to the outside of the cemetery gates, the darkness was complete, with only moonlight reflecting off of the snow to provide illumination. We hadn't even thought to bring flashlights. As I think back now, even to this day, I cannot remember a cemetery that looked as peaceful. The untouched snow blanketing everything, glowing in the moonlight. It looked anything but haunted. We exited the car, and three of us stood near the rear, finishing our cigarettes, while our fourth friend entered the graveyard. The silence of the night was deafening. The snow was still in powder form, so even the sound of footsteps was unheard. 
we lost sight of our friend as he rounded the gates, and soon my other two friends were headed inside. I stood alone near the car, marveling in the peacefulness of the night. The calm I was feeling didn't last long. As I looked toward the entrance gates, I could see one of my friends just inside of the cemetery. He was on his knees, and just beyond him another friend sitting on a headstone, her head clutched in her hands. My third friend, the first to enter, was still nowhere to be seen. I rushed to my friend on the ground. Although he was having difficulty standing, I eventually helped him back to the car. I ran back for my second friend near the headstone. She was pale. Her eyes were glassy, and I realized that even I was being overcome with some kind of nausea, and my head was starting to spin. Together, her and I stumbled back outside of the gates into the car. Once outside the boundaries of the cemetery, the sick feeling that we were all experiencing began to subside. Looking back into the cemetery, I saw my first friend stumbling out of the darkness and back to the entrance of the graveyard. He looked beyond ill. I pulled him toward the car and out of the cemetery. Snow had started to fall, and as we stood shaking, we all fell silent. No one knew what to say, but a fraction of a moment later, as if on cue, each of us jumped into the car, and we sped off down the dirt road without looking back. We sat silent when we reached the main road. We pulled the car over and stared at each other. It was at this moment that I realized we had had a tape recorder in the car the entire time. We hadn't even had a chance to use it in the graveyard, but now I switched it on. I know we all felt sick back there, but before any of us say anything, I want to know if you heard something. I motioned for everyone to keep silent. I want everyone to say what they heard at the same time. On the count of three. One, two, three. I couldn't believe it. We had all heard the song Amazing Grace. On the ride home, we said little to each other. I assumed that we were each trying to rationalize what we had experienced. One of my friends suggested that we return to the restaurant to discuss what had happened. Of course, when we pulled into the parking lot and saw that the 24-hour diner was closed... We all couldn't believe how strangely unaware we had been of how bizarre an experience we had just been party to. Yes, we had gone to a supposedly haunted cemetery, and yes, we had all felt sick. But we all also agreed that we felt as though we had been intruding on some event where we did not belong. Most shockingly, we had all heard what seemed to be a choir singing amazing grace in that cemetery and for some reason none of us had realized that when we originally left on our adventure from that 24-hour restaurant it was about 10:45 p.m. Saturday December 24th and when we were at that graveyard and we heard those voices in the darkness singing it was midnight Christmas Day in the realm of the weird.